I'm Sean from Arfield Rugby Media. This is Simeon, also known as the Tixel Crew. Hi guys, I'm Murray, also known as Plus Four Rugby HQ. And welcome to Season 2 of the Rugby Connection Podcast. Hope you're ready for it. For the fans, by the fans. Hello and welcome to Episode 11 of the Rugby Connection Podcast. Murray, how are you keeping? I'm alright, it's been a bit of a damp week, but got to watch a shit ton of rugby as per usual. Didn't get any league game this week because I was sadly dropped, but we move on, we rebuild and go for it again next week. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Maria. Um, I had a game called off and it was meant to be on today. It was meant to be away at four o'clock. Then they changed it to, it was going to be a home game for me at 12 o'clock. That got cancelled on Friday. That It was meant to be today. Really disappointing. But um, I got to referee a under 14, no, under 15 game yesterday, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, no, it actually was. It was actually kind of good. Um, I, I don't think I went too bad. I mean, I didn't get a lot of criticism after the game, so I'll take that as a positive. <laughs> but um, one of the lads, I know, actually, you, you probably know, um, who was playing for Montevay, he runs an account on TikTok, Carty.ie, or Connacht Rugby fan. You probably definitely want to see Oh, him. I've definitely seen Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was, Darren is his name. He was playing for Montevay, actually. I didn't know it while I was refing, but he, he was commenting on my videos after, like, oh, yeah, I didn't know you were refing games and all this. So, yeah, a couple of them knew who I was, but, um, yeah, no, it wasn't too bad. It was good to get my first game refing after COVID, but, um, anyway, yeah, it wasn't too eventful other than that. Simeon, how are we getting on? Well, ref more than me. My Wednesday game was called off. My Saturday ah. game was called off, so then I was meant to first aid, and then it got snowed under. So, I was in Pennycook, and just lots and lots of snow don't worry pie reviews are coming later um however i did end up playing field hockey this week mm. by accident very interesting go on i was meant How to first by what well, it was for napier thirds which is a mixed team and it was a friendly okay. against harriet watt and i kind of i rocked up i was like our oh, first aid right have my little first aid kit sorted um no one got injured but someone needed to come off so they just handed me their stick and went, on you go. I, I played right wing, so I kind of felt, you know, it's like rugby run. I made a few good passes. I, I did a few runs. I shoulder barred someone when the ref wasn't looking. Mm. <laughs> um, how, how much contact is allowed in that? Well, it's meant to be a non-contact sport. Oh. <laughs> but it's definitely a contact sport. Um, with sticks flying everywhere. But no, it was a good crack. I might just join it, just like for the crack, because it's funny. Yeah. Because I got it, it's, a, it's more a social team, so we kind of just go there for the piss about. We lost 5 3 as well, which is like a rugby school. Would you look at that? There you go. I'm, nice. I, I was going to ask, uh, is, is, was that like a competitive match? I know you said it was, so, it was a social team, but was it like a league kind of match? It was a just... friendly, but it was like everyone played like and tried yeah. to do hockey. Yeah. All right. And had you, um, had you played? the ice hockey or whatever when you lived in Canada yeah so I used to play quite a bit of ice hockey did you know fun fact I actually used to referee ice hockey oh, I always have been refereeing so I used to play and referee ice hockey back in Canada uh, and then came to Wales and they don't really do field hockey in Wales it's not big in Scotland it's big in the private schools England it's very big and so to, uh, Ireland it's alright and north of Ireland yeah. it's pretty good as well it, it's a yeah, it's very in Ireland. It's kind of very like upper kind of upper class kind of, especially private schools, as you said in Dublin area. <laughs> There's a lot of hockey. Oh, they must Dublin. love that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, South Dublin. Um, yeah. No, but it's a good. But I didn't do it in Wales, so I kind of didn't do it for years, and then I just did that. And I kind of knew what I was doing with a stick and a ball, 
Um, but it was a good, it was a good crack. I mean, so I move on to next week where I've got my last game of the year in Scotland, which same. is a, huh? Same. same league one league one game. Um, and then I do have one final game in Wales of the year. Phillies Boxing Day Derby, which is going to be. Do you know what? We know how we all know that. Um, we, we all know this. Edinburgh's expensive for drinks. Are we agreed? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I cannot wait to get back to Caffini Rugby Club and to go back on the £2.50 pints. Caffini, one of the worst places to live in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, there was that video with it. The worst, the worst place to live in the UK. Caffini. Second worst. <laughs> Do you know what? It doesn't matter because two pound fifty pints. Bragging. Put me. Put them up the rankings for me anyway. <laughs> Pardon? Put some right up the rankings for me anyway, just for that award. Oh, and me. Yeah. All you need in Caffili is Caffili Rugby Club and Caffili Castle. Nothing else is that important in Caffili. Well, except for you, obviously. You're the, like a celebrity in Caffili now, aren't you? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I am in Edinburgh. Is that <laughs> No, actually, on that, that's quite a funny story. Um, so I was, I so because I, I was with Chris Thorpe yesterday. So um, I first aided in the fact of we had a warm up and no one got injured. So I did my job really good, right? Well done, lads. Um, they were all pretty all too scared to get injured because they saw me. Pat in um, the back, ref. Pat in the back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we got we went back to the clubhouse and started drinking. Not bad, three pound twenty pints. I I could accept that. Um, and this team from England came up touring to there to just for the drinking, not playing. And this English team walked in and went, TikTok ref, no clue where from they were in England, but they knew who I was. And I was like, oh no. Oh no. Anyway, the United Rugby Championship. Yes, I'm the only one at the winner's table this week for both sides. Happy days. Lucky me. Not happy. I, not I happy really days. like... I really like the table at the moment because it's like, well, besides, ignore Leinster because who likes Leinster apart from Sean Lanahan? No, I don't really like Leinster. I don't really like Leinster. Come on. I don't like Leinster. But, but other the, three, the, the other three teams I all really like, Edinburgh, Ulster and the Ospreys. Connick Scarf, man. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yes, thank you, Murray. This was Murray's Christmas present to me. Simeon opened his one for Murray last week. Murray, yes. thank you so much. It is very You're nice. Welcome. It's very comfortable. It's very cold in the house right now, and I'm wearing it. Loved it. So thank you, Murray. Appreciate it. You're welcome. There you go. Everyone's happy now. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as, as soon as my as soon as I get my ulster top, I'll put it on for the show. Don't worry. Don't worry. But can go. we Let's... just get rid of ulster for a minute? What a win for the Ospreys! Yeah, fair play. Was, I need to ask you because you flip flop so much. What's your actual <laughs> team? Huh? What's your what team do you support? Like, what team do you love and die by? Like Sean has gone on through and through. I've never. I it used to be when I was a kid and when I was growing up in Wales. It was Ospreys always. I adored the Ospreys, right? right. But so when I started refereeing in Wales and I started refereeing like Ospreys under sixteens and stuff, I kind of just went not supporting a team. Because I'm refereeing. But now I've gone, I can like the Ospreys again. Does Ospreys your big team or is Ulster or Edinburgh? Honestly, honestly, depends on the day. (laughs) It depends who wins. Depends who wins. (laughs) Like last week, it was Ulster. Beat Connell. I'm not Connell. Leinster. Leinster. This week, Ospreys. Because why not? (laughs) Well, and Edinburgh. 
It should be Edinburgh because that's three bonus point wins on the bounce and we're up to second in the league for a point off Leinster. I'm so happy. I'm so buzzing. In the easiest pool. <laughs> I need to ask you about this, right? Because I've not actually noticed. So you know how you get like the Irish Shield, the Welsh Shield, the Scottish Italian? Do you actually get a trophy for that at the end? Yeah, you do. Well, yeah. Well, do we even know where the final is? I was trying to look this up earlier. No, they That's haven't confirmed it, I don't think. Yeah, they haven't decided. They'll know, but they usually sometimes, well, I know since the COVID, like they've just been deciding it like the last minute. So hopefully it's Murrayfield. Murrayfield, yeah. Why not? Yeah, probably overdue. Well, I also wonder that Murrayfield was till 12. Yeah. Jesus, wept. It oh, always crap. seems to end up in the Aviva. If they can't decide, they just go. Yeah, go to the Aviva. <laughs> yeah. The Aviva's hosted so many like semi finals and finals now. Of the, it's of not the... fair. It's like, I don't know why they never do it in the Principality. Why I don't get why nothing is in the Principality. Yeah. Have they even had a, actually a, a Magnus League or bro, in, no, the, in so the Principality? Magnus League, Jesus Christ. No, that's what I'm, I'm asking, like, because it's all no, the same so, league. Like, it's just different. So you know, there was, it was meant to be in Cardiff, the final, um, in 2020, but COVID happened, so it's got stopped. Yeah, yeah. was that meant to be in, in the Principality? No. no. Cardiff City Stadium, the football stadium, because I had tickets <laughs> for it. I had tickets for the final, and then COVID happened. That's strange. I know. I don't get. Maybe it's an agreement with Welsh Rugby or something, but I just don't get it because the, the Principality would probably be the best stadium to host the final in. Mm. Unless may, maybe the Principality, maybe it could be too expensive to rent out. I'm just throwing out one like possible solution, but I don't know. I doubt that. But it'd be the best one, surely, for a final. Yeah, yeah, I think it could be. Yeah. Well, I'm saying Murrayfield. Stick on my heart. Of course, of course you would, Murray. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've done Murrayfield and Principality, and I love Murrayfield, but Principality is still better. Principality does head nothing. I'll give you that. I have been. So. And I'm going in February. So here we go. Someone's jealous. Connections, mate. Connections. Uh, I've got connections. It's if my family down there. It's fine. They got the tickets, so. Yeah, look at me, I'm going to Wales. Who'd want to go Fuck there? <laughs> do you want to scrap? Actually, no, I'll write. <laughs> really? That'd actually be funny. I'd love to, I'd set that up. Let's do that. <laughs> what a scrap? Yeah. I'd just run around Murray until he got tired and then I'd just go boom, <laughs> down the floor. We would sell massive pay-per-views on that. I mean, that would be, we'd I mean, stream it on TikTok. I stupid money. I could sell stupid money just... Yeah, I mean that would be the money fight there. This, I mean, forget about Tyson Fury. Like, refereeing would come and watch that just to watch me get battered by Murray. <laughs> yeah. You could also put a clause in it that I can't legally knock you out, so we have to go the distance. But ah, oh, classic. I mean, you know, but you know, but it's fine because student nurse Simeon. Yeah, you could amend yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, watch watch out. Scrape yourself, off, scrape yourself off the pavement. <laughs> off the canvas. <laughs> oh, I. Oh, I. I wouldn't have some in unless he's proper provoked me. So. How, wait, sorry. Just to reiterate, how many times, Sean, has Murray said he'd hit me specifically after the 16th of October? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a count. The 16th yeah, no. of October. How many times have I threatened to hit you? Yes. Uh, for a while, it was at least three a day. 
Yeah, <laughs> honest, I haven't threatened you in about two weeks. It's because I've not been a prick. Exactly. Stop being a prick then. <laughs> <laughs> That's the solution. Anyway, rugby. So rugby. Os- Osprey's won. And the team. What were your thoughts of the games? Rugby. Hey. What was your thought on the Osprey's Ulster game? Okay, no, in all seriousness, fair play, because Ospreys didn't have a lot of their internationals back yet. You're missing Tipbrick, you're missing Alan Wynne jones you're missing George North, you're missing all these players. Ulster went four guns blazing, Balakoon, McCloskey, Lowry, right? And somehow the old... Well, I don't know what it is, because the Liberty's never been like an Osprey, Osprey stronghold, because they never get about... They only get about two people watching the game. But that's <laughs> Munster and Ulster they've beaten at home. Mm. Yeah, it's good wins. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's great for Osprey because Ospreys were the best team historically in the Pro 14 or Pro 12. You know what I mean? In that in this league, whatever we call it every two weeks. Because they had more <laughs> trophies than Leinster for a long time. But it is, And then they just went into that rut. But it's good to see the Ospreys doing well again. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think they've still got some things to fix, but that's with every team. That's never oh, the thing. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they already thought like mentally they already had it won because of last week. Exactly. But it shows what this league is actually like, that it can be nuts. It can be, yeah. I mean, look at sorry Sean, but Connor, I mean, they put damage on last week and got hurt last week. But Mac Hansen, our boy, now soars like an eagle. That was a beautiful try. It was. It was, it was. Do I need to let you guys have your Matt Hansen circle joke for a second? You, you no, do. I've already messaged Mark yeah. and he replied, I've already spoken to him this week, it's all good. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> you think I'm joking? <laughs> I know you're not. Do you want to read out the message? I can't because it's on my phone. Uh, basically, he mentioned something about like Galway Airlines or something. Or something that was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know the URC had a, a good a running joke after he scored that try about Mac Air, as in like an airline, like you know. But anyway, some height got, got. I was genuinely not expecting that. It was. It was a massive jump. Jump. That was like an NBA NBA standard. Mm. But what were your overall, what were your overall thoughts of the game? Connor Clenster. Uh huh. Um. From what I've seen, I don't think the actual the scoreline properly reflected like how the actual game went, if you get me. Now, I think the second half, yeah, definitely. But, like, I mean, the first half was was very, very tight. I mean, Leinster only scored a try was in 39th minute to to get ahead. Like, Connacht were winning up until that point, um, or it was a tie or something like that. So, I mean, Connacht started the game first half an hour really, really well. Um, yeah, I mean, Leinster, look, classic Leinster, just pulled away in the end. Um, I think Connick would probably will be disappointed that they didn't get the four try to get some sort of a bonus point. And it reflects on the table, as Simon was saying earlier. Connick were in six last week. I think they've gone down and placed to seventh now, which is disappointing. But I think, look, there's positives. It was a good first half. I mean, Leinster really needed a backlash after losing to Ulster. So, look, and I think it was kind of expected. Like, I mean, it, it was like it's always tough for Connick going to Dublin. I know, granted, they won last time in Dublin, but you're never like, you know, the way. You know, the classic saying, you know, the All Blacks will never never lose twice in a row. Now, they did this year, but I think that was a bit of a fluke. But Leinster will never... After Ireland. Yeah, go on, Ireland. That's France. Uh, <laughs> you got way too happy there. I mean, you said something else. I don't know, he brought the Cheshire Cup. 
something else about Ireland there, and I don't think I know. <laughs> no, we, we won't get into that. But yeah, like uh, like Leinster, I don't think we're going to ship two losses to Connacht in Dublin in a row. So look, fair play, Leinster. They probably deserving winners in the end, I'd say. Yeah, Connell's just Connell is just the weirdest team in the world. No offense, but it's just like, mm. but he's literally like, you, how many Ospreys you beat Ulster, who beat Leinster, but you also get thumped by Leinster and thumped by the Dragons, but then you'll have other massive wins. Well, yeah, there's no like, there's no in between. Yeah, every, no. every time I bring up the Dragons, Sean's face just dies. <laughs> yeah, come on, like I was there, I still have PTSD from that day. But, 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 like, I mean, in fairness, like I think Leinster was a, probably a game like at the start of the season that like you could nearly flag as like a, as a loss going on. Like so, like it's just the way the schedule has kind of gone. Like, look, two poor performances. You're right against Cardiff and Cardiff and the Dragons. So, but other than that, the rest of the performances, well, like it was a pretty decent half season performance against Leicester. The rest performances were brilliant in fairness. Like, so I can, don't think you can't knock them for that. Like. No, fair enough. Um, and well, Murray, Edinburgh, I mean, I was making my Napier debut in on the hockey pitch, but yes. How, what did you think? wasn't as convincing as I wanted to, but we avenged our loss from earlier in the season where Treviso beat us, or Benetton, sorry, because they dropped the Treviso part, where Benetton beat us over in Italy, and we beat them in Edinburgh, so... I don't know, yeah, I mean, well, they beat Glasgow last week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my reaction when I saw that score, I was like... Uh, nice. <laughs> Good. Anyway, um, yeah, over to uh, the damn health. I mean, the, no, not the damn health. The damn because we because it's better like that. Yeah. Uh, Emilio Buffelli, two from two. Magnus Bradley. socks. Kostrofin socks. So if you don't know, Edinburgh did like a club appreciation night where most of the players would wear the socks of the clubs that they came through at youth level. Or if you're like Emiliano Buffelli, just getting. Why did they get Kostrofin socks? Just because they're local. Well, yeah, Kostovan's very local. To no, no, I know, but I meant like, I guarantee the fellow doesn't actually know where Kostovan is. But... <laughs> oh, no, I bet you they handed him these socks and he went, I'm not going to do that. And he and went, who? <laughs> <laughs> What's Kostovan? Yeah. And there was a nice little moment that I shared with you boys after about the club appreciation game. Jamie Ritchie had him a five socks on. So, no, hey, you love to see it. Yes, he did. He had one high of five, one Madras. No, Very I nice. swear. I swear he did not because I looked it up afterwards and it just didn't. Give me a minute. No, on the team sheet, it says Madras. But if you look on his photos or on the story, there's one Madras and one Howe because Howe got tagged in it twice. Madras. Oh, fair enough. Because he played for Howe, but he was at Madras school. So, he did, yeah. Very fair. Oh, okay. There we go. But yeah, great win. Darcy Graham loves scoring this season. Ben Velcott is on absolute fire scrum half. Blair Kinghorn had a f- blinder. Blair Kinghorn pulled off some magic to settle that second try. Did you try. see that thing where he went from the halfway, sidestep, yeah. pushed off everyone, and then the offload? The offload, just up and spent. Very Fijian, almost. We got return of Mesh. It was Hamish Watson's first game event for Edinburgh this season. Wait, that was his first game. That was his <laughs> first game back in Edinburgh Colours this season. Because he had... In December. <laughs> I know, but he had that big time off from Lions duty and then went straight to the Scotland camp. So. But, yeah. I'm just going to ask, sorry, did, did Blair Kinghorn play 10, did he? Yes. Yeah, and he scored as well. Scored. 
that was a lucky try, in my opinion. Fair <laughs> play happened? for Click, but he bounced on the it took the opportunity, but it was just anyone that was there would have scored that. But fair player. Fair, fair play for Blair. Um, he did get knocked out in the end because Henry Piergoss is an absolute idiot. Wait, Blair oh. Kinghorn got knocked out? Yeah, so Blair Kinghorn, we all know, is like 6'5". He's a very tall back. Mm. Yeah, he's like me. I remember me and Sean were sat there when at the um, when we came <laughs> up, and me and Sean were looking at him going, why doesn't he have four or five on his back? Yeah, he, he was taller than the locks, Jesus. Like. <laughs> so, Blair Kinghorn, granted he's not like the most bulky guy but still mm. tall enough got shrugged off by Monty Yuani who we all know is an absolute unit mm. so Blair hits the deck and for some reason in his infinite wisdom Henry Piergoss thought it's alright I can tackle him Monty shrugged him off and by the time Blair got up Henry Piergoss got flipped and Henry Piergoss boot hit the side of Blair Kinghorn's head oh. No. It was, like, you couldn't write it. You had to like. I, I feel like I'm making it up saying that. that genuinely, yeah. that's. Do you know what? Though I had a weird like incident like that when I was um, playing very young age, playing rugby, and I think it was b- before I was diagnosed with diabetes. Like this is how long ago this was, and I was going into a. Ru- I have my mouth guard in. Kids wear your mouth guards. Don't do what I did when I played hockey and had no shin guards or mouth guard in. Um, <laughs> it's fine, but no. I was going into a ruck, and my one my own teammate flung his head back as the ruck had just ended, yeah. whacked me in the mouth with a mouth guard, and it knocked one of my tooth deeper in. Oh. I had to go to A and E, you know. It was so funny. That's oh, awesome. Grim. Oh, just wait till I go on placement and I start seeing stuff, and I bring that up when I tell oh. you boys about stuff. But yeah, so big win. The felling two from two. Darcy Graham scoring for fun. Player on the scoreboard getting knocked out by his teammate. And Sean McAnally driving over for the BP1. Happy days. McAnally is a player which confuses me. How do you mean? Because he's, like, he's either amazing or he's just... Or he's like, nothing. Yeah. Or he's just like, eh? who are you? <laughs> I mean, I will forever love McAnally <laughs> for that try against Scotland. England. Yeah. Oh, the when he fucking paced out Johnny May. He, I have to say, that Six Nations, I, I picked him every week. He got so many points. And that game, he got a crazy amount of points. I had him, I think I had him as my captain or something. He did, he did so well that game. Until Does I remember. remember who won the Six Nations that year? <coughs> for a friend. 20, the 2019 one. Aye. So not Ireland. No, it was Wales. It was Wales. <laughs> yeah, it was Wales. I was, I was Gats last year, yeah, sure. I've, it's fine, I fixed it. Ireland was the year before. No, they were. Aye. Yes, they were. And the year before that was England? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's only 11 Saturdays to the Six Nations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and guess what? I found out my placement schedule, and I'm only working weekdays, so I can go to the pub and watch rugby. Are you? I'm just going. I'm just asking you now. I'll probably ask you at times. Are you coming to the pub before Scotland England game? Oh, I. I Good think boy. so. I probably. Um, no, 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 no. You said oh, I. That's we're going to have that. You well, said yeah. I've been offered. There's been a, a few offers for England Scotland. So you know, I'm going to have to assess my assess my options. What What is the date of that game? 
fuck. The see there, right? It's weird because my mum's birthday is the third of February. Six Nations always starts then, always that weekend. So I want to say the fourth, maybe the second. Oh, it's right. okay. Uh, it's the fifth of February. Okay. Oh, see, I wasn't far off. First round, Six Nations. Cool. Oh, and second round is Wales v Scotland. Oh, so busy two weeks. I'm That's a busy two weeks. This is going to be hilarious. So Wales, Scotland, I've already decided. I'm going to wear my full Welsh kit, like just playing shorts, playing socks, playing top to the pub. <laughs> With my Welsh flag. Are you gonna, you're going to go full kit wanker to the pub? Yeah, for the Welsh <laughs> Oh. Um, oh yeah, I only realised, I only found this out during the week. Ireland plays Scotland in the last round of the Six Nations this year. Deciding round. Could be. I'm putting, I'll say it now. These are Simeon. There's a few times I've said stuff on this show when I've gotten right. Benetton being the best team in the world at the time, <laughs> one of them. And I'm putting it now. The deciding round of the Six Nations is going to be Scotland v Ireland. Like the deciding game. For the starting game, yeah, the starting game is going to be Super Saturday, Scotland v Ireland. That's, that's going to be one hell of a round. Wales, Italy, Ireland, Scotland, France, England in the final game as well. Ooh. I can't wait. That day will be grand because Wales will get a nice win and then I can just... Seems if they don't. I'm not being... <laughs> just Wales are going to go into the Six Nations. Wales are going to go in, go in. Wales yeah, are either going to be shit... Mm. Yeah, or we'll somehow win the Grand Slam. That's that's what I'm thinking of Wales this year. Wasn't it a few years ago when I think Conor O'Shea was last year in charge of Italy and Wales play, were playing Italy? It was the early kickoff as well, and Italy were leading at half time. I remember that. I'll never forget that. I actually predicted it as well. Strangely enough, I don't know how I did that, but <laughs> I remember. Oh, it. I was like, oh, Conor O'Shea, O'Shea. Conor O'Shea oh, was the best first half coach in the world. Yes, yes, because he when he not rocked against England. Yeah, that yes. was a brilliant performance. Why don't do that the whole game? Huh? Oh, he had them rocking with it because they didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. but that's because Conor Shea had such fun tactics. Like, he always had something up his sleeve, but it only worked for half because it came into half time and they went, yeah, this is what they're doing. Let's just not do that. Yeah. No, I think they did do it for most of the game, but England kind of figured it out and they kind of stepped going for the, the, the blind spots that kind of were Italy were leaving around the rock in the second half. They actually kind of figured out a bit how to do with it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We've got something special up our sleeves for in the build up to the Six Nations anyway. Mm, we do. We do. do we? I don't want to make a prediction now because I've seen a few comments in our previous episodes like Mystic Murray or Mystic Moss or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I'll hold off on that. Anyway. Oh no. <laughs> anyway. So it's- You're, you're such a dick. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm really holding back right now. I'm holding up, back. Any updates from top fourteen? Top fourteen. No, no oh. I actually, I actually didn't even get to check the score this week. Actually, Sean. <laughs> um, did I hear anything? Um, Mister Top Fourteen didn't watch the top fourteen. <laughs> oh no. I know, I do know what I heard on earlier today. It was meant to be on earlier. Toulouse were meant to be playing Montpellier and it was meant to live up to be like a a brilliant game. But apparently with the weather, it uh, it didn't live up. Just what I saw during the game, a tweet during the game. It it actually didn't live up to the billing. I don't know who won now, but I'm actually dying to know now. (laughs) I 
I have a good question, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are this is more for me, Murray, but Sean, you probably can answer this one as well. Are you more excited to see it back as England, Wales, Scotland, or did you like GB in the seventh? In a not yeah yes not politically or oh, that's a debate <laughs> for another day. <clears throat> um, I thought, I like the idea of the governing bodies of their own team. I, I get why they did the Team GB in the build up to the Olympics. So they were unified as one. And getting and, COVID, and it COVID worked. And, yeah, it worked. But I don't know. I think it's just more tradition that we've had. England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland. Do you know who I'm seeing feeling sorry for? Scotland. Look, is Jazz Joyce. Because she's in a team where they were winning things and they she could be used. And they you fair play to GB, they use Jazz Joyce so well. Yeah. And now and now she's going to Wales. <laughs> women sevens are appalling. Oh. Um well, Scotland Sevens. Oh. Could draft and run a line again. Apparently, she's done it before. That'd be nice. I, 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 um, I said this. I think pretty sure before the Olympics, I said I wasn't a fan of GB just in general. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that not just because we've had? Is that not just because GB's had their number until like last week? Um, yeah, no, it's, it's probably to do with the 800 years of oppression, but anyway, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, don't worry. We've had the oppression as well. <laughs> no, but bringing it back to rugby terms, no, I think it's it's like it's... On tonight's show, Sean <laughs> makes a political mess. Simeon's a bit spastic and very... <laughs> Is Murray? Yeah, I, I, I just said what everyone in in Ireland was thinking anyway. So <laughs> no, but... well, no, and Wales and Scotland. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, no, from a rugby standpoint, I, like I think, well, it's not. I don't have really a problem in terms of it being OP. Like, yes, it's a very good team, but just from the fact that they obviously they can only have twelve players on one team, whereas if you multiply that by three, you can have thirty six players, and that's like. No, I know. agree with that because it does because sevens is so useful for um. Blooding new players, new good players, and mm. I, I and like Wales, I know have I, New Zealand's probably the best at it for blooding players and then bringing them into the All Blacks. But I know for Wales, you've had like Luke Morgan, Reese Webb. There's been a load of um, good people who've come through that system. So I do think it's good. I think it was a good crack. Ireland couldn't lose the GB. It couldn't win. Couldn't win, yeah. Yeah, well, we, we we did beat GB in the lead up to Olympics in the few of the in the warm up tournaments. We actually yeah. we beat them very very convincingly. But yeah, in fairness, they were at their full strength the last two weeks, and yeah, they're very good. Some um, of those Scottish players for GB <clears throat> have been immense. Jimmy Farndale, woof. Ma- Max McFarland as well is a pretty good yeah, player. Max Obviously, he's a good yeah, Irish, Max Irish, player. Irish I mean... Russian boy. <clears throat> he is. So... <laughs> he's what? He grew up in Russia and then he moved to and, he, and obviously went to school in Ireland and then he got to call and he signed whatever his family is. I don't know. His mother was born in Scotland or something like that. And then he went and played for Scotland. So he has Irish accent, full on Irish accent. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of speaking of people changing, you know how last week we discussed the um, the new laws about playing for different nations. Charles Piertal has formally announced he's going to go play for Tonga. Yes. Good news. Do it. 
Well, Dude. also speaking of speaking of Charles Peter, we actually got I uh, well I did definitely got his caps wrong. I thought he only had one cap, like a one cap wonder. Had mm. thirteen. I knew he had more. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, exactly. well, I'm up to my mistake. That's fine. Well, I'm, a, I'm a ref. Oh, I'm a ref. I got everything right. You know how I might have lost my yellow card. I, I bought. I oh, bought. Yeah. I bought a new card book this week, guys. I've got some new yellows. Yellows red on cards. Um, Sean, how was how was your game? It wasn't too bad. Um, in this, it was the weather before the game. It was like hailstoning, like right before I was getting picked up for the game. No, I was like, I no. Yeah, I was like, no. Do I have to ref in this? <clears throat> But then, and then during the warm up, it was like raining fairly heavily as well. So I stayed in the car for as long as possible. And <laughs> no, but then during the game, it like stopped raining, which was great. But it was very, very cold. And like, so during the game, I had like obviously my card book and my pencil in my pocket in the zip. As the game went on, my hands got it colder and colder. It got harder and harder to pull the zip down every time. And I was like, taking you wear a zip. I zip on my shorts, yeah, yeah, just so I don't lose them. Because I've done <laughs> when I refed a game before, I had a pencil and I like lost it in the middle of the game because I didn't have a zip. So like I wasn't gonna put in my socks. So <laughs> Sean, 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 what you need to do is get some gloves. Just wear yeah. gloves to ref. Just don't wear hat and shoes like the ref we had last week. Sorry. <laughs> Murray's never gonna stop that. <laughs> no, he's not. I would have stopped oh. this week, but I had I didn't play this week. So fair. Um what what, <laughs> what I would say is about my ref and is I was I was very I was kind of harsh at the breakdown, especially on the jackal. Good. And a lot of the players weren't happy. I was consistent though, in fairness, for both sides. That's fine then. Yeah, like it, it wasn't a problem. I'm, just I'm like... harsh at the breakdown in a team talk. I'll go up and be like, I'll do so. Like I don't know what you do for your team talk, but I, how I go team talk, it goes. Um, well, you've seen it. You've probably you did see my team talk when you were in Edinburgh. But it goes for mm. listeners. I always go right, captain for today. Everything comes to captain. Argue back penalty. Uh, it argue more yellow card sorted. Um, front rows, who's front row today? Did it the front row? Crouch blind set, keep it square, keep it up. Blah, blah, blah. Then it's who's nine right now. I've got to make sure I see it leave your hand and I've got to see you take it. But you can take it as quickly as you like, as long as it's an immediate, immediate radius of a mark. Ten arm up, arm across, keep your backs back. I'll let you know where they can come up. And then I always finish with breakdown. Listen to me if you don't agree with me doesn't matter. Listen to me and you won't give any penalties. <laughs> Hands straight on the ball. Do that. I don't know. What, what do you do for yours? For a team talk, I actually, I, I normally do kind of do, it's normally it's like simple. It's like, um, you know, keep the tackles low, <laughs> basically. Keep the tackles low and watch the offside line. This time I didn't do, I didn't do an actual talk with the players. I just, I was talking to the coach <gasps> before the game and I just told them, I was just like, look, you can just tell your players offside line, keep the tackles down. And I was like, all right, fair enough. I wasn't doing a studge check because it was just pointless. I don't, I, I don't see the point of that. <laughs> um, uh, you know what my, you know what my pre-match talk is? Yes, sir. That's it. That's all I'm saying. With the referee talks, I really ref- can't wait for pre-season when I'm allowed to ref Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I would come you and watch this season. Huh? You could referee this season. How many times do we need to discuss? I can't. If I get plays in his first t- in the first team, you could. Huh? <clears throat> Sorry. If I'm a first team, I could. You yeah, could. but I'm not qualified to ref that yet. Oh. Next season, I will be probably. There you go. See, you, you'll know what happens when like, one of us isn't on the show. <laughs> We're angry at each other. Yeah, there's been a scrap on the pitch. Seven or six week ban because the ref's a dick. <laughs> if you scrapped with a ref, it'd be a live ban. Yeah. 
No, no. I wouldn't I wouldn't scrape I wouldn't scrap with a ref. It's not it's not worth it. It's yeah. so stupid. Anyway, talking about scrapping with refs or refereeing making the final call, I need your your both referees. I need this opinion. The Vanapol well, not Vanapolis, Billy. Luke Pierce. Well done for bringing the right fucking ten meters back. I loved it. Yeah. I do it all the time. There was a game a few weeks ago. I marched back 30 metres. <laughs> so, first of all, XR beat Saracens. Yes! Sorry, I had to. That was, that was, that was, like, our biggest, that was like our biggest game so far this season for the Chiefs. And it was at Sandy Park. And, oh, it was beautiful. I Snapchat you boys throughout. And I yeah. loved every minute of it. Yeah, you know, I got out of a pub and just had this array of messages like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's always like it starts with Murray's face, like, mm, and I'm like, yeah, I know what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was watching the game in the club, to be fair. Yeah, I, I, Murray, I can, t- I can tell you've been holding in that, that yeah for all day. I bet you've just been holding that at all. Yeah, day. I, I needed that. I needed that relief yesterday. It's been a long week. Anyway, oh, but I'll shop you. <laughs> I've been writing nursing essays. Thank you very much. You're always writing nursing essays. That's yes, not new. Because I'm a good disciplined student. Look at this student nurse, Simeon. Mm. Anyway, um, so I don't even know what the actual original penalty was for. I think it was just some stupid, like, not releasing. And Billy Van Apola, being the stupid arse that he is, decided to mount <laughs> off to Luke Pierce. Luke Pierce went, that's fine. We'll go 10 meters back. And all the Saracen players accepted it, and Billy thought, no, no, I'll stand my ground and mouth off again. And Luke Pierce went, no, fuck you, we'll go further back. I would, I would love to see that more often. Like, it players be so... marched back. Like, you know the way... don't do it enough. Like, yeah. I've always... My thing is with it, if you march them back for arguing back, like, straight away in the first, like, ten minutes of a game, yeah. they will shut up the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Because they mean, know what the ref's about. And ref is doing This why this shows why Luke Pierce is the best ref in the world. Yeah. yeah. There was another incident, and I praise Luke Pierce for this as well. A lot of people were saying Luke Pierce had like a really like off game. I don't think he did. Especially with discipline. I thought he clamped right down on it. So Alex Good, I think, was playing as vice captain. He was at 10. I can't remember for the life of me who was at 12, and Max Mills was at 15. They all came up to Luke Pierce. And Luke Pierce went, right, well, who's captain? Turns out none of them were actually captain, but Alex Good was vice, so you could speak to him. And it was, right, well, you two go away before I send you off. Nick Tompkins was 12. Oh, that's so weird that he, well, that's twice, that's two weeks in a row he's been involved in something now. He got absolutely boxed out by Byron McGuigan last week. And then, did yeah. you see. Um... Did you see there was that player who pulled someone's hair in a tackle and got a yellow card? Yeah. Like, uh, you so can't this do is that. a weird one because hair pulling do doesn't happen that often in men's rugby. Yeah. Unless you're Simeon. Um, <laughs> but no. So I've seen it given before where there was like not a scrap, but like a scuffle and a player yeah. just yank, grabbed someone's hair and yanked it. And that got a red card. But then in that incident of a tackle, that got a yellow card. But I think that's see, quite fair. I'm, I'm going to ask it. I know it was giving a yell, but like you see the replay. He has the boy's hair. As soon as he has it, you let us go. Like, that's why I think it was a yellow. I think if he'd yanked it down, it would have been a red. Mitigating factor. I don't know. I don't think he actually went for the boy's hair. I just think it just yeah, came but, the way it... 
Oh no, you said oh no. Yeah. no it doesn't no, matter, no. I suppose, whether whether he went for it or not. The fact that he actually did grab it is just actually grab it. Thank you, Sean. Because you can't prove intent. Yeah. I know all I was just I'm just getting all the facts out there. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> intention cannot be <clears throat> made into a fact. <laughs> yes. Anyway. I've got a question for you lads. Yeah. Who stops Leicester this season because they beat Quinn's they are nine from nine. Undefeated. Who hasn't who hasn't they played yet? They've beat all the big hitters. They beat Chiefs, they beat Saracens. They... Yeah, but this they... is this league where what's the beat? They beat Saints. Beat? It's gonna be Worcester, probably. Who it's gonna be Worcester? They got a beat... big shift. They beat uh, Wasps. Clearly 231. Nice nice win. Duhan van der Merva bitch the Wasps. Did he? Is he actually playing well again? He's actually playing well. He scored. I wouldn't say it was an interception. It was more of a shit pass from Wasp and it just kind of bobbled out to the wing and Duhan. Mwah, see you later. Like, smile down the camera. <laughs> but there was a bit before it, he actually set up a try, broke through, ball in one hand, not even like tightly compact, like out here. Oh, 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 running, running, and then popped it in. Gone. I was like, where did the dish come from? I loved it. Oh, he's he's definitely found his feet in the prem now. It's great to see. And I actually don't think he's going to be at Worcester very long. Well, do you reckon he'll go to a bigger club? I think this is just a step. Not, nothing against Worcester. Josh where Adams, where do you it? think would be a good club for him? I'm trying to think for expansive rugby. I think Quinn's would be really nice for Duhan. Sure, or Dwayne Oh, like an, Andol, like an Andol like an Andol oh I like that I mean obviously I'd love him at Chiefs but we don't need him no, at Chiefs he's not we a Chiefs winger though Chiefs wingers are small <coughs> and nippy there was out. one there was one that I thought was very easy for him to go to and it never happened Sale because his brother's there is it yeah Acker van der Merwe's a hooker what position is he he's a hooker isn't he yeah and can I just say, they look and, absolutely fuck all related. They look nothing alike. And one's a winger and one's a hooker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know how like, most families, you can tell they're related. You can't tell. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Duhan, I think... I'm not against them going to Leicester, especially with the way they've been playing. Nemanja Nadol is not getting any younger. and Duhan's yeah. a big unit. I'm amazed that man's still playing, to be honest. Yeah. Are you gonna tell him though? Huh? No. Are you I was, gonna... <laughs> yes. I, was I, I was I was very reluctant to pick him on my fantasy team just basically purely on his kind of age. Like he's kind you know, like, we all know he's getting to the end of his career. Like him. Yeah, but yeah. he's he, from what I've seen, like I haven't seen much of the premiership. I will hold my hand up there. He's made some like decent breaks and like he scored a couple of tries, hasn't he? Like, you know, he's still doing okay. He's doing grand. Yeah. Fair play to him. What would be what would be the biggest shot for you this week from the Prem? Well, what was really the right. biggest shock, or what? Is, what I didn't what like. Do you if you've not, have you watched any of the Prem? No, I don't watch anymore. No, right. So, what would like if uh, of all the teams that are in the Prem, biggest shock to you this week? It can't be Bath getting defeated because that's not even a shock anymore. That's just boring now. Someone beating Leicester. Well, it didn't happen. I already told you that. Oh, you mean what? Like, what team would really surprise you this week? Well, when Worcester did. Worcester did. Okay. 
London Irish put 40 on Newcastle. True. Newcastle again, one of those teams. Newcastle is the Connell of the Prem. Yeah, oh, big wins. Mm, come on, respect Connors. Put more respect on Connors' name. <laughs> Jesus. No, but, no, he's got a point there. You get big wins right. and then you dip. And you've both got amazing winners. I'm just saying, Matt Hansen and good. Adam Radwan. Yeah. Murray's two favourite men. <laughs> Not my two favourite men. I love Mac, but... I'm your favourite man, aren't I? Yeah, truly. Sure. <laughs> On the inside. Sure. I, mean, I mean, Sean's wearing my Christmas present, so I'll give him... I know, I, you don't don't have yours. I know you don't have yours yet. I'm just winding you up. I just wanted to see that reaction. <laughs> I'll have it soon. You will. You will have it by Christmas. And you've seen what it is, so it's fine, because we did that nice little reveal last week. Exactly. Lovely stuff, you lovely go. stuff. Um, we, do have, we do have some sort of fan question this week. Okay. From our, our, our joint favourite person from Penny Cook. Mm, I wonder who that could be. Dave. Uh, so Dave, 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 we love Dave. Dave, um, mess, so I messaged him uh, Friday night going, oh, my game's called off. I'm coming up with Christoph in the first aid. So for, if anyone hasn't noticed, first day being something I'm trying to get more into just to help with nursing stuff. Just case it's, yeah. And it's fun and I get to go to rugby games. Um, Would you first aid for my team? Just yeah, you, you asked me to come first aid, like the seconds, I'd come first aid. Seconds need it more, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It. So if you guys, like if my game got called off this week and then I didn't have another game, I'd come first aid you. But I really want to ref this weekend. So yeah. Because um, I haven't refed in ages. Um, but he's... He, we have, you know, we often talk about penny cook pies. Well, he, I messaged him and he messaged me going, right, I'm going to go to the butchers and bring you a selection of pies. So he got me a chicken pie and a beef pie from, uh, from the butchers in his area. And then we've obviously had penny cook pies before the Scots. Um, the, what, how, how do you say? I walked past. <laughs> the Scots Guard. Uh, what do you, what's your pub called? Scots Guard's Club. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then just other ones. And he's asked me to rate pies out of 10. Oh, Christ. Dave, um, why? Why did you do that? Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Apparently, um, you were having a go at Dave as well for bringing pies into it. He, yeah, he said, he's like, oh, I've gave Sammy a pie. I'm like, you're the reason he's like this. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to Dave. Well, we do love Dave and it's all, it's all fun. He, he takes it in good fun. Um, so we're gonna go with pie. We're gonna start off with my favorite pie, penny cook pies, which were which I'll put at nine. You know, I'll give penny cook pies a nine, especially with Pinty Guinness. Good stuff, good stuff. The chicken pie he gave me will go eight, with then the Scots Arms one going at a 7.5, the beef one at seven, but then a Greg's, a Greg's pie, and Greg's, Greg's like- Scotch pie. Oh, I love a Greg Scotch pie. I, I can't believe you're giving the Scots Guards Club the lowest score. Do you know what? The first time it might have been higher, but the last one I had wasn't as good. Well, you need a third one to decide. Okay, that's fine. You have to wait till the Six Nations. Come tune in back in the Six Nations for pies. Or something updated the score. I also quite like a little macaroni pie. Yes, remember Sean does not know what this is. No. So next time Sean's in Edinburgh, we're gonna buy macaroni pies. Sounds good. Sounds good. There are better pies, but if you've never had one, 
Yeah. The macaroni pies are grand, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, we've, we're at the most wonderful time of the year. Am I on about Christmas? No. It's the return of Champions Cup and Challenge Cup next week. Yes! <laughs> Predictions, yeah. lads. Predictions. What's the fixtures we've got? Uh, Leinster against Bath. Leinster. Fuck's sake, was the point? <laughs> <laughs> should, I, wait, should I just bring up my fixtures on my thing and we'll do a very... To finish off, we can do a very quick... Um, I know... I know Connacht are playing Stade Francais at home on Sunday. Oh, I like that. Connacht will win that. Yes, um, thank you. Yeah. Northampton, Racing. Northampton. Racing, yeah. Northampton. <laughs> Northampton. <laughs> Newcastle, Newcastle and Worcester. And the Challenge Cup. Yeah. I'm going to go Worcester. Yeah, same. Leon, Gloucester. Gloucester. Gloucester beat Bristol this week massively. Charlie oh. Chapman's who doesn't try. Beat Bristol? Of course they beat Bristol, yeah. But Sammy Randrander's back as well. Just before we got into that, nice. Charlie um, Chapman's try. I will send you that as a thing of art. Anyway, sorry. Continue. John, what did you put on that one? Um, well, who's it? Gloucester against who again? Sorry, Leon. Uh, I'm going to say Leon. I'm just going to back French team. Okay, so we said Leicester, we, we said Leinster, Bath, uh, Claremont, Ulster. Oh, that's going to be a good game. Claremont. Is it, Claremont. In, is it in France? Yep, yeah. it's in Claremont. 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 I'm going to stick with Ulster. They'll be angry. <clears throat> uh, oh right, I'm just right. Exeter, Montpellier, Exeter, Murray. Don't get. Don't... Come on! I know it's going to be a close game. Montpellier is a good team. Right, I've got this Cup. one. This one's a really hard one to decide. Cardiff v Toulouse. Covid's going to win. <laughs> um, have you seen Cardiff where you have to suspend it or they have to put a, basically their C team out yeah well Toulouse are going to have a fucking field day with that yeah they will what's Cardiff was that home is that Holmes Park it's in Cardiff yeah, yeah. So. yeah. well let's just say Toulouse um, <laughs> Bordeaux and Leicester Leicester oh Leicester, I think, yeah I think Leicester but I don't know you can never write off Bordeaux on a good day this one I think could be a good game Bristol yeah. Scarlets Oh, they're both shit this season. Yeah, but they both have potential to be good. Bristol. Bristol. I'll go Bristol. I'll go Scarlet's just to be Welsh. Um, uh, Zebra Brzee, Beritz. Beritz. Yeah, Beritz. Zebra versus Beritz. Pepinyon Dragons. Dragons. Pepinyon. Pepinyon. Welsh again. Dragons. I'll go Dragons. Um, oh, God. Saris v Edinburgh. Yes, it's gonna be Saracens, but let's go for Edinburgh, it. Why not? Edinburgh, Edinburgh. I'm, I'm back in Edinburgh. Edinburgh I'm not, I will never pick Saracens to win a game. He's can bugger off. Poe the London Irish. That'll be a good game as well, I reckon. London Irish. I'm back in the boys of London Irish. Okay. Yeah. Osprey Sale. I'm gonna go with Sprays. Yeah, Ospreys, yeah. Okay. I'm going I'm gonna go for Ospreys just because of a thing we all know about behind the scenes. Yes. Uh Larachel <laughs> Glasgow. Got to say La Rochelle. Can't have Glasgow. La Rochelle. Yeah. La Rochelle. Yeah. I mean, uh, Connell, Stade Francais. Connell. Connell. Wasps, Munster. Munster. Wasps because of COVID. No, but Munster still have Carberry, Murray, <laughs> Conway, 
Tigburn. They still have like a few pretty decent players because they're not in New York. So. I'm Monster. expect of Wasps. I'm, I think Wasps is yeah. still in it. Like Monster still we will still will be very depleted. Like apart from those big names, like they would be like as you said, like C team players. But I'm still. It could be a week. It could be quite an interesting. It'd be it'd be good months to, in general for those players to play together. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and to finish off the day, Cast versus Quins. 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 Easy. Yeah. Easy, easy. But, so yeah, European rugby returns. Happy days. I'm looking forward to it. Didn't realise it was a Saracen game next week for Edinburgh. But we've got Exeter Montpellier, so happy days for me. Exeter? Exeter. Montpellier. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Ignore me. Sorry, right, Simon had an absolute brain melt, even though he said the fixtures, not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> just while while we were talking about Champions Cup there, just one thing is to note is because of the whole URC covid situation the urc um lifted their restriction on you, you had to have at the start of the season you had to have a certain number of players you couldn't have registered i think it was like 35 or something um but they've got rid of their restriction i think definitely for this round anyway so you can have unlimited registration of players um for this round so so what there. we're basically going to see like in the case of cardiff is cardiff rfc sort of president <laughs> team so dan Such fish it. is making his european return yes <laughs> i love dan fish what a player some boy. Some boy, indeed. Um, oh, yeah, also another news, actually, I forgot to say it earlier. <coughs> During the week, Lavanini got banned five weeks for his hit on Keane Heaney, the red card, so. Yeah, ah! I, think, I, th- I think that was a fair ban. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard it was a six-week entry point, but he got it reduced because he's going to be doing some specialist coaching training so he that he reduces his height or something, his tackle height or something like that. I don't know. But... He's never going to stop. It's fucking him, Lavanini. <laughs> Byron McGuigan for his WWE suplex on Mick Tompkins last week got three weeks. Nah. Bloody hell. I think I... Yeah. No. He didn't land on his head though, so I think it's fair. Oh, that's all right then. <laughs> yeah. It was still terrible. Oh, still terrible. It was a bit mad. I it think it's because I think, I think I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't a disciplinary hearing d- depend on if you accept it or not? Yeah. So I um, say like, look, I did it. I'm really sorry. They go, yeah, cool. Case just in my it. example is when I red carded a player. It was so funny. It was not funny, but it was funny. He just there was like a little scuffle going on, and he decided, nah, I'm gonna be a prick and full force just side of someone's head, cut their <laughs> face open. Uh, he was on for a four-week ban, but pleaded guilty and apologised. If you apologise to the ref, you can have your sentence reduced, mm-hmm. and you only got a two-week ban, which I think was fair. Yeah, actually, was- actually, just while you're on the disciplinary, if you accept it or not, um, on the post I made about it, Kyle commented on it and he said that Lavanini, he admitted that it was foul play, but not that it was a red card. Like, how can how can you not know that that's how can you not say that that's not a red card? Like because- what? It's Labanini. Yeah. Anyway. Any other news before we sign off? No, I think we're grand. Yeah, I think uh, just we better say it just in case there are any South African fans of this thing. Congratulations to South Africa on winning the Dubai Sevens for the second week in a row. We didn't say it earlier. We were talking about the Sevens. So oh, yeah. One, two weeks in a row. So. And well done on Australia for making the final. Yeah, Billy Meeks on his return from the Giltinis. He, he, he played for Australia Sevens 10 years ago. Went away, played 15s, and now he's back in the Aussie Sevens for the past two weekends, and he's he's like 35 or something. Good player, Billy Meeks. So um, just so you there know, was a, a there fact. was a little sad. There was a little sad news that struck Scottish rugby this week, but 
It's one of those things. Thoughts and prayers out to the family of Siobhan. Played for Star County. Played for Scotland Women. Passed away this week at the age of 26. Heartbreaking so very stuff. sad. Scottish but, rugby. Scottish rugby handled it really beautifully as well. Yeah. Every game in Scotland had to have a minute silence before yep. kick off this weekend. Loved it. And Stirling County's game for that weekend got changed to a friendly in honour of Siobhan and it was just like a family fun day of rugby for a rugby family. Brilliant. I'd love to see it. Mm, that's nice. That is very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else just before we finish up? Uh, surprise stash. 15% off rugby predictions. Yeah. Can't forget that. Can't forget that. Get, get your rugby top together now, actually. What's this week? This is the fifth that we're recording this. So next week will be your cut-off probably because it's an independent company, so they might want a longer Christmas holiday. So get them in while you can. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we'll leave it there. So that's uh, this has been episode 11 of the Rugby Connection podcast, and we will see you all next week. Song of Hope. Die Ochenvarian, Hoyle Valle.